What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 99 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Josh. And uh, just me and Josh today. This whole month's been weird, I'm, I know, but uh, we're, we're here, we're hanging out, we're having fun, we're talking, so uh, let's do it. Quick reminders to play Wipeout Omega Collection at Sniper Elite 4, both offer free on PlayStation Plus. Download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know your opinions on those games, we'll let you know ours. And our game of the month randomly picked is Ori in the Blind Forest. It's a 2D uh metroidvania-esque kind of uh very whimsical uh cartoony looking platformer play that come back at the end of the month for game of the month and let us know we thought of that game as well we have discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all time and we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and just a quick reminder as well uh i do have streaming back on youtube i tried to do it over the weekend it didn't work, so I'm working on that. But once we get that figured out, I'll let you guys know. So when I stream, you can watch me on YouTube or Twitch all at the same time. Taste cast. So we typically start with what we've been playing. Uh, my list is uh, pretty short, but let's start with you since you haven't been on a little bit. Um, recently, mm, so I kind of got the fighting game itch. I decided to re-download Tekken 7. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the character packs for that, so I got Negan, mm-hmm. and I specifically bring him because he has his bat. Yeah, you're uh, telling me he has a weapon. Yeah, um, which the only the only other person in Tekken, if I'm not mistaken, that has a weapon is Yoshimitsu. Um, Both cheaters. But anyway, as I was swinging the bat around, I was like, <laughs> man, Soul Calibur is, is going to play better than this. So I downloaded uh-huh. Soul, Soul Calibur, and I started playing that again. And it's like riding a bike mm-hmm. and um, enjoyed that for a little bit. And then I thought, uh, let's get into And then I saw Street Street the Rogue. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just do it. So I bought that, started playing that. So for anybody who hasn't played that or heard of that, what is Street the Rogue? Street the Rogue is like, like a top down, um, top down rogue, roguelike. You pick a character. Um, each character is different. There's like 30 of them, um, anywhere from a comedian to a gorilla, and they all have different. Um, they it's all varied. Have, yeah, they have like abilities. Some have abilities. Some have like the cop or the do- the uh, doctor can't use weapons. He's a pacifist, so he won't use knives or anything like that. So what does he do? Um, he has a trike gun. Uh huh. That's stealthy. We'll put him in a second. We'll put him to sleep in 10 seconds. But if they're chasing you, that's a long fucking 10 seconds. Um, 10 seconds is already very long. Yeah, because they'll beat the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> and then his uh, his special is if you walk up behind somebody, you can just put them to sleep. Mm-hmm. So then they're just like not knocked out. So he's more of like a stealth character? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, cops won't attack him on site because there are some that cops will just be like, mm-mm, and start attacking on site. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's it's and then you're given random missions throughout a randomly g- generated map and the rewards is chicken nuggets and those chicken nuggets are used to buy new traits chicken new nuggets. items stuff like that for um, your runs and then you uh, it has the same roguelike feel as uh, let's say like Binding of Isaac there's, okay there's slums industrial something else and then something else so there's four worlds. And there's three floors a piece. Oh, weird. Yeah. When I first watched the video on it, they made, they gave me the impression that you were like in a city. Yeah. Like yeah. You full are. on like, well, like you, you go to the elevator uh-huh. and they, and they just teleport you out of there. 
So you're pretty much just going to levels of okay. big cities, and the gotcha. cities are random. Sometimes you're, you know, you walk in, there's just a bunch of dudes that are just like sitting there watching TV in their living room. But then as a gorilla, I punched a guy through a wall, and he like landed in their living room. We started brawling in the house, and then I broke the stove with the crowbar I had, and uh, the house just lit on fire. And then everybody else is freaking out in their little house because it was like a pot of four or five. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it gets, uh, if you're not careful and you piss off a lot of people, it, get, it turns into a battle royal real quick. So, and then sometimes people will run from fights, you know, if they know they're getting their ass kicked in. And sometimes people won't. So, cops will always um, just start to wreck. So, I mean, they're not like super like powerful, mm. um, but they do have a nightstick. The game kind of reminds me, and it's not obviously just not even fucking as close as hardcore, but, um, uh, oh God, Hotline Miami. Yeah. Kind of like every time I like watch it or like hear about it, it kind of reminds me of that. Like, cause in that game, you're just fucking kicking doors in and fucking bash people's heads in and shooting mm-hmm. people and shit. So, yeah, but it, um, it, it caters to almost every, and every character, since they're different, it forces you to play a different way. So it kind of caters to anybody who wants to play really, really anything. And it gives you bonuses for all that. So it doesn't like, um, it doesn't penalize you for playing a different way or mm. for playing a way they don't intend it to be. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. That's, that's good to hear. So like, uh, you know, the thief starts out with a window cutter because mm. there's windows. So you, you can like, you can run up and tap on the glass and it'll, um, the guy in the house will run over and check the window out real, real quick. Like I've, I've done that and then cracked him in the face with a bat and just killed him in his house through the window. Damn. Um, and then you can crawl through the window, but it takes life. But if you have the window cutter, you can just cut the window out. Um, kind of reminds me of, uh, oh shit, that zombie game. It's like oh, top Zomboid. down. Zomboid, Project Zomboid, Project yeah. Zomboid. Had like not quite that same system, but like if you break a window and you don't clean out the glass, you'll like cut yourself going through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was, uh, it's fun. I mean, there's, there's multiple, like there's, a lot of places have air filters on the outside and you can dump fucking shit in them to poison whoever's inside. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, there's a, I've, I've just set up a mine to get through a wall. It was like a big steel wall and I just set up a mine instead of going through, cause they have like security systems and cameras and shit like that. Mm. And I was like, I ain't dealing with this. And I just set up the mine and blew out the wall and then went in and grabbed what I needed to grab and just left. It's cool that the game allows you to get creative with the way you play it. Mm-hmm. Cause a game like that typically is just like, if it's like some kind of top down game like that, where you just run around and, and kill stuff, you're just going to be shooting. Like, like I said before, like kind of like Miami or fucking hotline Miami, you're just going to run around shooting people and shit. It's all this like smaller scale action. Whereas in that, it sounds like you can kind of like take your time to plan something out or something. Oh yeah. 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 You can, um, you know, so like, let's say I'm playing the shapeshifter because there's a shapeshifter and, uh, um, do I bribe and anybody in the whole game or in the whole area you can talk to and do something with them. So either bribe them or hire them to your party. Mm. And then you can, then you can tell them to like attack specific things and they'll go do it. Um, until they get too hurt. And then they're like, I don't want to hang out anymore. And then they bail, Mm. but you can heal them and stuff like that. And you can get perks for better teams and like the gorilla. Every time you free another gorilla, because they're all over the map, there's just science scientists working on fucking gorillas. One, he gets more experience every time you murder a scientist. Um, and scientists will fucking, they just instantly hate each other. 
<laughs> but every time you free you free a gorilla, he's like, "Thanks, man," and he just joins your crew. So like, so like after like the third floor, I had like a Planet of the Apes thing where I was like taking out like six other gorillas, fucking taking over the world. Yeah, and then you punch one, and, and then you punch something, and then they're all like crazy, and then they just start decking the shit out of everything, and it's it it, it gets wild. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot of stuff I you know. I've probably even forgotten about in the short time that I've played it that I can't even tell you guys. Probably so. with the amount of shit that fucking you've just said already. I can't imagine me at least uh, remembering everything about that. Mm-hmm. But that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I'm still still stuck on you starting that whole fucking story, though, with that you're playing Tekken and you're playing a guy with a bat and you're just swinging the old bat. And then that just kind of made you think to go play Soul Calibur. I like how you're just fucking sitting there cracking skulls with the bat. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to go play the game with the weapons. Yeah. Because in that, it's just like people punch each other, and then he's fucking, that guy shows up with a bat in his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then thanks to Streets of Rogue, I re-downloaded Dead Cells and Enter the Gungeon. Good. For some reason, I'm into roguelikes. Dead I've, Cells is dope. I've always been into roguelikes, but um, I've just been scratching that itch today, or now. Uh, I've been playing Sniper Elite 4, and uh, that game's fun, of course. I mean, well, you guys will talk about it mm-hmm. at the end of the month. Later, yeah. So. But, uh, but yeah, that is that game is pretty fun. So, spoiler alert. But, um, yeah. Anything else you've been playing? Not really. No? no. Yeah, my, my schedule, this whole month's been fucking hectic as hell for me. So, like, I haven't had a whole time to play a whole lot. Fucking schedule for the channel's been all crazy and shit. So, I feel that. Um... Yeah, I, I got to pick that game up. I uh, I originally brought it up a while back when it released. I was like, oh, we should pick this up and play it. And you did, I didn't. So I should probably fucking follow through on that. <laughs> oh, um, it has four-player. Oh, my God, that scared me. It has four-player <laughs> local co-op and internet co-op. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, which is dope because that game sounds fun already. So playing with somebody else would be pretty cool. Be able to mix... Uh, I'm assuming you'd play as different characters, so you'd be able to do different things and shit, which would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I gotta pick that up. So uh, this month, not this month, this week, I've been playing. I'm gonna throw out the ones that I can't talk about a whole lot first. Uh, I played Wipeout. Um, I owned this game before it came out on PlayStation Plus, so I've already played it prior quite a bit. Um, I play this game typically in VR, PSVR. So like I. This game is one of the games that if you look up, like, what's some of the best games to have for PSVR? This one always comes up, and I think it is definitely um, a good example of uh, how a full game can be all in VR. Um, I'll keep it there, but I have played this game. I own it. Playing it this month. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in Plus Club. I've been mostly playing, and take this as you will, almost the whole month, Sniper Elite 4. Even in my time that I like come home from work and I'm tired as fuck. I'll throw on sniper elite four and just kind of run around and like, just watch the x-ray shots and shit and fucking (laughs) just kind of enjoy the freedom of not really having to worry about a storyline too much and just like get some real fun, like visceral fucking gun action in a game. So, you know, like I said, take that as you will. We'll talk about that more in detail. I'll tell you my opinion, but I've been playing pretty much it all month. So, uh, yeah. Uh, also played a little bit of Ori and the blind forest. Um, I'm hesitant on playing that, even though it's getting later in the month, because uh, I want to stream it. And uh, as anyone knows, I 
have my computer. I have my other computer. Recently, I got the other computer fixed and working, but I'm getting it all set up, and I had to reset up OBS, and I had some of the settings off, so when I tried to stream, some weird shit happened. Uh, so once I get that set up, I will be streaming more regularly, but uh, that's one of the games I want to stream. I want to try and stream that from beginning to end. Apparently, it's only like 8 to like 15 hours, something like that, which you'd expect from a game like that, so it'd be an easy game to play you know, like over the weekend. Um, so hopefully, I can do that soon. Um but yeah, that's that's our game of the month, and uh, make sure to play that. But at the same time, if you haven't played it and you've been curious about it, definitely go check it out. Because if anything, you know, the gameplay, you're probably going to like. But visually, it's fucking amazing. They did a great job with that game visually. So And just tone and atmosphere, everything about it is just very um, artistic and whimsical. And it's really dope. Uh, played Fire Emblem, played Fire Emblem last night until like fucking four in the morning. Um, very fun game. That game is fantastic at, uh, making you continue playing because when you're not doing battles, you're running around a school fucking solving all sorts of Scooby-Doo mysteries and fucking, I was running around with a bag full of shit I found on the ground and I was just trying to like give it out to people. It's like, is this your thing? Is this your thing? And everyone's like, oh, that ain't mine. That ain't mine. And they're like, oh, yeah, thanks. And in the game, you'll, like, run around the school, and there's, like, items on the ground you'll find. And when you pick them up, it's like, oh, this belongs to somebody who really likes training a lot. You're like, hmm, who likes training? It's almost like testing your knowledge on, like, the students at the school Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, A lot of times, though, if there's a student, I don't know anything about them because there's three different fucking storylines in the game uh, where you get to know all these students. I was, like, run up to them, and I'll just go through my fucking list. And there's like, no, 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 no. Oh, that's mine. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I just run off. Um, so I'm like, I'm like Santa Claus, a fucking Fire Emblem. Combat's awesome. I really enjoy it. Um, I'm playing uh, the, the 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 red fucking school, forgot their name. Black something. Black Eagles, Black Eagles yeah. Uh, Edelgard, uh, who's the like the main leader chick. She's OP as fuck, but I love watching her. I've kind of made her into a giant fucking like walking tank. And she's like stomps her ass in and just murders everybody in one hit. It's very satisfying. But at the same time, she's just like a vampire when it comes to XP. So I try to keep her back while everybody else gets a little piece of the action. Magic wrecks her. Yeah, she's really weak to magic. It almost seems like once I changed her class, though, that happened. Yeah. Before that, she was just invincible. Yeah, maybe that was just one of the Might be a, a class thing, yeah. Because otherwise, that guy's just buff or that class just buff for everything. Um, but yeah, really fucking enjoying that game a lot. Uh, like I said, there's so many micro things to do in it that, like like I said, when you're not in battles fighting people, um, you're doing all sorts of shit and just keeping you busy. And there's a lot of like varied events. You can have little tea parties with people and shit, which I think are fun because there's so many characters in the game. It's like an anime. You want to fucking get to know every single one of them. And the game absolutely gives you the opportunity to do that. So that's been really fun. And, uh, yeah, I highly recommend that game to anyone who's into Fire Emblem uh, or Dating Sims because um, it feels like one somehow. Uh, it's very weird, but it's very cool. Uh, played No Man's Sky. Josh forced me to do that. I've been curious to do that because the new update came out. Um, and I've been, like, doing the Seth thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should download that. I should play that. I'm going to play that. I should play that. I'm going to download that. Uh, and then Josh is just in my room fucking staring at me. He's like, you should download that. You should download that. You should play. You should play No Man's Sky. And then I started playing. He's like, you should play it in VR. You should play it in VR. It's up my ass, um, dude. Sometimes I have to be to because well, I, I, well, I played it. To shift, so yeah, 
get the fucking the, the gears moving. Because <laughs> um, otherwise, I'll just sit there to snipe fucking Nazis all day. Um, <clears throat> it's a very Seth activity. Uh, yeah, so hop back into No Man's Sky. Um, deleted my old shit because I was like, the, you know, this is the big update. I need to see if everything's, you know, that different or not. First off, the last time I played this game in any significant capacity was when it first came out. And um, played for like a couple hours. Ran around the planet and got my ship fixed. Flew out of orbit, flew back into orbit, and I stopped playing the game forever. Um, came back like two updates ago because I was like, this is the one that's going to fix the game. And I played I'm like, that's a little better, but it still has some issues. I spawned on a planet that had robots who might have been bugged, but they were just killing me left and right as soon as I spawned. So that was really annoying. And I was like, I'm done with this game because um, it was just not fun. It was the opposite of fun. It was annoying. Um, so, yeah, hopping back into this because of the VR mostly, uh, I feel like they're finally at the beginning of what this game. Th this feels like the starting point of what it should have been when it came out. 100%. Like if you released this game today with what you said back in the day, this is what the game should have been for sure. Um, it, you know, it's. Its systems are fleshed out. It's uh, more um, streamlined. Um, the beginning has like a proper tutorial, even though there's like fucking three menus that will open up telling you to hit all sorts of buttons at once. And I'm like trying to read all three <laughs> of them and one will fade out and shit. I'm like one at a fucking time, dude. At least the important ones will stay there and it tells you what to do. Like pretty specifically. Mm. Uh, it's nice. Um, so I was never lost outside of just like having a lot of words to read. I was like, oh shit, but it wasn't that big a deal. Um, and yeah, I got my ship fixed up in like 10 minutes, which was way faster than the first time I played the game. And, uh, cause it's literally just telling you go over there, go over there, do this, do that. Um, as are going and the game felt less like, um, a mystery of like, you're on this planet, figure it out. And more so like you're on this planet, get your ship fixed. Let's explore the fucking universe. And I was like, okay, that's an interesting change of pace. Almost. Uh, I played it in VR a little bit. Um, I think it's a mid-range example of what VR can be. I don't think they did it. I mean, it's cool that it's there, 100%. I'm not going to talk shit about it, but it does feel um, a little hollow. It, it, it feels like you're more so just kind of like standing in the world while the game is playing around you. Um, your HUD and all that shit's just floating in front of you like in a circular bubble shape, and your gun's floating out in front of you, but I don't know how to aim it yet. I don't get it. Maybe you have to have the move controllers. I have them. I just didn't have them hooked up. It's playing with the controller. Um but it felt like I was more so like walking with my character and I was freely able to look around with my head, but not really like immerse myself in the world. I don't know if that makes sense or not. The graphics also uh, were worse and they're always going to be worse on VR because you have two dis different displays that are playing the game twice. So you have to lower the graphics. But, um, you know, Wipeout looks really good in VR compared to this game. Um, and some games look way worse, too. Uh, so it looks fine, but... Um, Especially at the distance, things start getting really fucking blurry. But again, this game is like a game where you land on a fucking whole planet and explore it. So they probably didn't have VR in mind when they first released it. So it's neat that it's even there. I hope they improve on it. That'd be great. Uh, but outside of that, you know, it's there if you want to play in VR. Um, I think it would be an interesting way to play it. But uh, I think I prefer playing it just third person um, over that. But uh, definitely a game I want to try and hook up with friends and play with uh just because i know there's like hubs now where you can get missions and go do shit there's now actually yeah they, they had them in the last update uh, the last major one was it next yeah yeah 
they had they, they had them in next but like for some reason i was like these are janky j- janky these are janky as fuck like mm-hmm. they're i'd go and i'd do it and then all of a sudden it'd show me that i'd have to go on the other side of the solar system so i'd go over there and then i'd have to go back to the space space station i didn't even do anything yet and i go back to the space station it's telling me to go back out to the solar system i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and uh, i tried like two or three missions and they were all just terrible like i didn't it, it, it seemed like they just threw him in there to throw something in there. When he was describing them, I was just like, eh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, we we got missions where he's got that weird smile. He's like, where, where, where you, you go after a bounty? And he's like, then we got, I don't know, I'm, I'm almost doing like a fucking, uh, the guy from District 9. Fucking, is the sweetie man coming? <laughs> um, What's that guy's name? Vickis. Vickis. I was about Vickis. to say Spiegelman. Vickis Vandermeuven. Van der Merwen. Vikis. Shoot! Or whatever the fuck he says. He gets pissed when he gets that black shit all over his face. What is this cuck? <laughs> and it, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, 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 the Hello Games guy, Sean Murray. Well, he's lying through his fucking teeth. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, we got missions. He's like, where you, where you go after a bounty. He's like, it's No Man's Sky, of course. So you, there's you know resource gathering missions. And then he's like, yeah, we got other ones. And I was like, bless your heart. Yeah, I'm glad they're there, but at the same time, nothing super exciting. Although the one I thought was kind of neat was um, there's missions where you'll go build a building together, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of neat. No, I mean it's nothing amazing, but um, fucking uh, Fortnite before it became the battle royal game that it is, uh, it saved the world uh, game. There was like mini missions where you play with people where you had to build a building together. Mm-hmm. So, and I always thought it was kind of an interesting mission type because it's. It's different than going and shooting something or going collecting something. Damn, it's like, that game has... I'm almost missed Save the World Edition. So do I. I mean, I, it's probably still there, but I just have no interest. Fortnite as yeah. a brand is just like yeah, went to, not on my mind. Straight to Battle Royal, and they yeah. killed fucking the only MOBA I really liked. And Yeah, Fortnite hurt me more than it helped me. Um... <laughs> So yeah, uh, No Man's Sky is cool. I don't, like I said, I want to play it some more. Um, it still does feel like No Man's Sky, which is good, but like not amazing because I'm glad they're keeping that identity while trying to morph it into something a little more palatable for most people, what they wanted. Uh, they found a really good mid-range, but it still very much feels like No Man's Sky, just a lot more streamlined, a lot more guided, and uh, hopefully a lot more fun. Um, yeah, and then the last game I played that's kind of want to give a, a shout out recommendation to you guys too is a game called Remnant from the Ashes. This is a game that last Friday I had like the only re- reason I ever heard about this game is because at the beginning of every month we always talk about game releases and it was one of the games on that list. And I remember saying I don't know what the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday though, I saw a video pop up talking about Remnant, and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" Because I saw a picture, it looked kind of post apocalyptic, and. Uh, it is a game made by, I think it's Gunfire Studios, something like that. It's the same guys who worked on the first Darksiders, Darksiders 1 and 2. And then uh, that, uh, after THQ went under, that uh, development team got disbanded. And a bunch of those guys came over to Gunfire Games, made Darksiders 3, and now they made Remnant. And I think they're making the new Darksiders. So they're very busy. Um, also, did you read the thing recently that said THQ Nordic said that they are absolutely working on uh, Time Splitters? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, they're like we need or they um they brought one of the lead designers from the yeah, original. Yeah, I was like when I read that I was like, fucking About yes, fucking time, finally. Yeah. <laughs> like if they were like, oh, we're bringing it back, I'd be like, that's cool. But then they're like, they're bringing someone who actually worked on the game over. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's even better. Yeah, because at least that guy was there. 
Mm-hmm. He knows, you know, kind of what the philosophy of making that game was. So. Yeah, and the vibe that it should have and yeah. stuff like that. No, I'm really excited for that. Not I like to, how it's changed topic instantly. Not to digress, man. Yeah. Time splitters, that was lots of hours of just shooting shit. It's back one of my favorite early console fucking FPSs. I would say it's like the GoldenEye of the, that next gen. Like just 100%. How, yeah. yeah, it was made by the same guys. Yeah, how who worked on GoldenEye. The fucking the multiplayer is and what you can do with it yep. and had map editors and shit like that way ahead of its time so yeah. much content too you're constantly unlocking shit yeah is the soul caliber fucking fire fighting games shooting games yeah. this is the soul caliber fighting games it's it better like than it 80 characters or yeah. something in it and like you yeah then there's although some of those character designs i feel like i hope they don't but some of those character designs i feel like they'll uh they'll take a step back on because oh yeah some of the girls were um i mean there were some guys too but some of the girls were dressed certain ways yeah um but yeah i would hope they they wouldn't care and just do it anyway because fuck it who gives a shit it's a video game yeah they didn't seem like they they didn't really seem like they really gave a shit plus they didn't make girls in like a weird like negative light either yeah they, they were just characters in a game like every like everyone else's mm-hmm. the only dork was cortez uh, there's a lot of dorks there's gingerbread man Oh, yeah, he's a dork and a monkey. And, like, from the side, he was actually thin. Yeah. So it's fucked up. <laughs> I remember I, I made a, a fucking a map where you had to fight a bunch of uh, gingerbread men. And uh, it was scary because, like, I always like to play with lighting in the in those. And, like, I'd have the lights turn off and on or, like, slowly turn off and on. So it was, like, dark and shit. So you couldn't see things coming after you while you're trying to defend yourself. And uh, those guys would, like, come run down the hallway sideways, and you'd see something move down there, and then they turn, and there's there. And I'm like, whoa. Like, <laughs> fucking, it was horrifying. Anyway, before we talk about that too much, I, I you know, talking about THQ Nordic, um, they got, like, I, I forgot, it was, like, 60 games in the works. 65 or something yeah, games crazy. So that's just like that. I'm waiting for THQ Nordic to just fucking nail it with one of their games. So far, they're doing a lot of cool things, but. Um, I don't mean to interrupt you. Okay, ahead. You, Saints Row, did you hear that's coming back? Yeah. I don't I don't know I, what to feel I, about that. Saints Row to me, though in the comments it's like it's like they better just bring back Saints Row 2. And I was like, fuck, finally. Weird. I've never heard anybody say that. I know. No one gives a fuck Everybody about loves that. 3 and yeah. I'm like 3 isn't 3's awful. 2's the best, 100%. Yeah. Um although I did see a lot of people saying take it back a notch, which I agree with 100%. Mm-hmm. Because they just got too ridiculous to the point where, like, it lost its identity. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just like four year a superhero game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's so many superhero games already. And, and like, to mix like that, like, GTA feel with like superheroes, but also with like ridiculous comedy. Mm -hmm. I know it resonated with a lot of people. A lot of people love that game. So I'm not trying to talk shit about it. But I really loved Saints Row 2 a lot. And so three was a big departure. And four was, uh, this is how it is, motherfucker. Shut up. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, well, like, and then three, three did so much, so many things weird. Like they did, they did Johnny Dirty. Like yep. he just died on the plane, and then, and then that's just never spoken. No of really resolution. Again. Yeah, it's just, well, he's dead. Yeah. Like, okay. And then, like, fuck. All three of the um, gangs collapsed into like one. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, because I really enjoyed how every single one of them had their own story, and in two they were all good. Yeah, and like it wasn't just two like, was fucking fantastic because you had three really interesting story arcs mm-hmm. um, that led into the last one. But like they're all interesting, all had their own varied missions, and there's just uh, the cinematics were actually done really well. Like um, I actually liked the story and I liked the visuals of what was happening stuff, uh, especially back then. You know, Grand Theft Auto wasn't doing the best job when it came to. Um, storytelling and it's visuals it's mm-hmm. just people walking up and just you know close-up shots of their faces while they talk and shit 
Um, whereas in this, there's like fully fleshed out cutscenes stuff like that, which yeah, like are the cool. Fight in the house with the um, the triad type with the swords game. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. And then and when your he, guys like trying to fire at him, but yep. he can't get a shot on. There was and, cool choreography, and yeah. like that was all just thrown out the fucking window. Like I actually dug that because like you're already playing these ridiculous gangsters anyway. Mm. But in this, like, everyone seemed like a badass. So you start kind of, like, getting that, like, you know, just kind of, like, embracing how, like, cool everything is. Mm-hmm. Just like when you watch John Wick. John Wick just murders everybody. And you're like, yeah. I fucking love this. And everyone knows he's a badass. And he shows up, like, oh, shit, that's him. And then he <laughs> proves that's him. He just yeah. fucking bop, 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 and everybody's dead. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm into this. Um, or if you, like, watch, like, 300, you're like, they're badass Spartans. And yeah. they fucking are. They're just mm-hmm. beating ass. Um same thing with fucking it's a, it's a weird comparison but like you get what i'm saying like in saints row 2 they're like you, you know this is our fucking hood this is our territory and then they just go around just fucking everybody up yeah and getting really weird and creative with shit like that that end where he gets that uh redemption arc not redemption arc but he he gets his fucking in the graveyard kills that guy oh yeah and then throws him in the hole yeah and just buries him alive yeah and it was yeah. dark i was like oh shit yeah. And then, like, the the whole thing where they put uh, that guy's girlfriend in the trunk of that car that he's driving and a monster he truck. fucking kills yeah. her. Yeah, it's like, I was like, this is fucking crazy. This was good writing. This is yeah. all Shakespearean shit. Yeah. This is cra- like, yeah, and I, like It's really earlier, good. You, and, like, it was dorky, but, like, you had to steal the radioactive waste and you made that guy tattoo radioactive waste yeah. into his face. And it fucking... Yeah, it's awesome. Like, yeah. it's, like, I was like, this is crazy. Turn him into half fat phantom of the fucking opera so just like that kind of like creativity and, and good writing to make that work which they did and then there's like superheroes i'm like come yeah. on dude yeah or do whatever you want on a fucking hover bike yeah we get it <laughs> there's vehicles but there's no reason to have them because you can fly oh god that's what pisses me off the most when, when the game of the month i think was uh or maybe it was a plus club is the, the fucking get out of hell yeah they get out of hell like i just see people like in cars and you have the ability to be in there and yeah. i'm like why? There's yeah. no fucking reason. Yeah, it's just that that engine allowed it. So why would you take it out? Just yeah. leave it there. But fucking, it's like it, that's when I start feeling like um, bigger than it sh- than it should be. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what's the point of any of this? Yeah, because that was one of the first games. I start feeling like Crackdown almost. Yeah, where you're just like running around causing mayhem and collecting everything. Yeah, that was like in uh, the first Saints Row. I really loved it because it was the first game where you can actually like. You'd be able to change pieces of the car yep. and like individual like pieces. That was back when Grand Theft Auto was just like you couldn't change pieces of the car. You just went into the paint spray and left. Yep. Um, but this one, it had like a full auto body shop in it. So I always, I just collected cars all the fucking yes, time. Yes, there was a time there where Saints Row was ahead of its time when it came to those kind of games. It was, it was, it was literally a great offering compared to Grand Theft Auto. Now Grand Theft Auto just owns that market, hundred percent. Um, anyway, Remnant from the Ashes is made by the guys who made uh, Darksiders, and um, it's pretty cool. So it's being compared to being like a Soulsborne, and in a sense, it is in some ways. It has a bonfire system as you go. The checkpoints, you sit down, you re-accrue health, uh, your Estus flasks, which are, which are just these hearts that you put into your chest, and uh, enemies respawn. If you die, you go back to your last checkpoint, enemies respawn. So that's pretty much the most Soulsborne you're getting out of it. There's a couple of homages, in my opinion visually to dark souls like when you walk through fog doors to fight a boss and uh sometimes you'll open doors double doors like this and uh that all reminds me of dark souls but uh at its core this game is a shooter it's a third person shooter um you know my guys run around with like a fucking sniper rifle and a pistol or like a like a 
a fucking bolt action rifle and a pistol, shotgun, stuff like that. And then you have a melee weapon, which is more so if things get up close, you can fight. Although you could run around melee shit if you want to. Uh, enemies will, at this point where I'm at in the game, start shooting back, uh, which has become really interesting. I'm really into, like, those old-school arena shooters like Quake and fucking... Um, well, I mean, like Unreal and Doom and stuff like that. So uh, I kind of get that vibe of uh, have, having to to be on your shit and dodge and move and shoot back and get those headshots to make sure your shots matter because, you know, time is of the essence that can kill you just as quick as you can kill them. So I really dig that aspect of it. Um, the game, though, in my opinion, though, compares closer to a game like Warframe because every time you start a campaign, you pick one of three classes, which are loose templates that you build upon and can go really any direction you want. As you keep playing, you'll get new traits you can level up and uh, enhance your stats. But um, from there, when your campaign starts, every level is randomized based off a tile set generator, kind of like Warframe uh, does. And... Uh, the bosses you fight, I guess, are also randomized. So every time you go into a dungeon and you go to the end where there's a boss and tells you what boss you're fighting, it's like a roguelike in that sense. You're now fighting this boss this time. And when you beat him, you continue on. But if you play the campaign again, apparently you might fight a different boss at that point um, who might have... I think they even said that they randomize what they... Not necessarily the moveset, but like if they'll have these enemies with them or they'll be like fire element or poison or whatever. Um, I have not confirmed that because I've only played my campaign so far. The game has multiplayer as well. Three player. They said they tried four, but it just didn't feel right. I can respect that. Um, it's drop in, drop out co-op. So it's not, uh, you know, Dark Soulsy in the sense of like, you gotta fucking meet your fucking friend's uncle in the, the blood moon of the seventh day of the month <laughs> while finding, you gotta be half dead with fucking, uh, I don't, I don't know. There's just threw this, all that shit out in three, though. They yeah. Like password room system. That's, that's what I hear, which is good. Um, I still haven't played multiplayer in three, but the other two I tried to play multiplayer in, and I did play it, but, like, there's all these systems, too, and shit. I'm like, fuck. You had to be close to the same level and yeah. all sorts of which is shit. Which is cool. I, I, think, I like the novelty of that, but at the same time, I want to play a fucking game with somebody. I don't yeah. want to have to go through a bunch of bullshit. Now it'll just down downgrade you. Yeah. Um... So yeah, the the game is post-apocalyptic. The story's like um, in 1968, some aliens showed up called The Root and they fucking took over and it's 80 years later when you start playing the game and you're essentially part of the smaller um, uh, human fucking population that's in hiding and trying to survive and I assume you're trying to stop The Root. Otherwise, I don't know what the fucking story would really you know pan out to. Um, the Root as, as an enemy kind of reminds me of was The Locust in yeah. Gears of War because they just like kind of showed up one day and started killing everything. Um, they first showed up as a root. It's like a tree system that started taking over the planet and then after that, enemies start showing up from it. So it's kind of cool. Um, and yeah, overall, I've been really enjoying it. Um, I'm not super in love with it, but I actually really like it. It's a re like the shooting's really tight. feels really good. Um, the weapons are cool. The enemies are cool. Um, every once in a while, you fight like uh, actual humans. Recently, I fought against humans and dogs, which is kind of weird. So it was like a separate faction. And they had dogs around my ass, and this guy who like was one foot away from me with a shotgun to my head, I didn't see him, but I hear him go, get him. And as soon as he finished his eyes, I get him. And he pulled the fucking trigger <laughs> and shot me right in the side of the head. So this guy's like telling his friends to get this guy while pulling his trigger. <laughs> like He just like got a gun to my head. He's like, get him. And uh, he hit me. I dodged out of the way um so that was fun uh 
Yeah, but uh, a lot of different varied enemies. It also has a system kind of like Vermintide or Left 4 Dead where uh, like a special infected, even though they're not special infected, but you know what I'm saying, will show up and uh, kind of mix it up a bit, which I think is really neat because you'll hear like a weird like sound and then like you're like, oh shit, and you start looking around and some dude will start walking at you with blades and then when you shoot at him, he's fucking blocking your bullets and then he'll run at you or like a dude with a Gatling gun starts unloading at you. Or this weird specter guy you shoot at, and he like kind of glitches, and then he'll like teleport towards and stuff like that. Spawns um, fucking people all the time. Then, then there's that one because there's two different ones that do that oh, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, that guy will disappear into the ground, and come mm-hmm. back out, and he starts spawning enemies constantly. So it's almost like a rush that you would experience in like Left 4 Dead, um, which can get pretty chaotic. Uh, I'll be like, oh, I'm doing great, doing great, and then start running out of ammo. I'm like, oh fuck. Um, so yeah, uh, all in all, I've uh, I've been really enjoying it. I would definitely recommend it to anybody. It's forty dollars USD, um, so I think I was like thirty dollars in Almixi money because um, he was looking at it. And uh, yeah, I would definitely suggest picking it up if it sounds interesting to you. Watch some videos on it. I'm gonna try and stream it again. I streamed it a little bit over on Twitch, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Really enjoying it. So uh, pick it up. Only forty bucks, pretty cheap. It's like forty dollars is a weird mid range of like between AAA and indie, mm-hmm. and the company is like in that range of being between AAA and indie. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Darksiders, a lot of people say is AAA game, and I I agree to a certain extent. In fact, I I would agree it's AAA, but at the same time, it seems like a lit like it seems like a smaller team AAA game, and mm-hmm. like an Uncharted, it's not even fucking close. Yeah, but um, I know it's a weird one to put up, but when I think of AAA, I think of like Naughty Dog because they're like the pinnacle of AAA in my opinion. Um, yeah, Remnant from the Ashes. Check it out. Uh, all right, so is there anything else you want to bring up before we move into things we're watching? Uh, Streets of Rogue is only 20 bucks. Yeah, so pick that up as well. It's, uh, and it's already given me like four or five hours of value. So so if you got 60 bucks to burn, you're looking at a AAA game, and you're like, I'm not going to support EA. Fuck the man. Then go pick up uh, Streets of Rogue and the other one, Remnant from the Ashes. 60 duck, ducks. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one. And the, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's early as fuck. We don't normally don't film this early. <laughs> All right, so we got three videos we're going to watch uh, today. Um, kind of things I need to get. You know, we're sitting here recommending games to you guys. I want to recommend some games to me because I'm always looking to buy the next fucking game. So we got three games I know nothing about, really. I've heard of most of them. Uh, well, in fact, I would argue I'd, I'd heard of them all at this point because I pulled them up for the episode. But uh, we're going to be watching a video for Rad, which comes out uh, Tuesday. Greedfall, which comes out, I believe, in September. Uh, no, uh, October. 10? Yeah. October I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, a game called Synced Off Planet, which has been revealed uh, preemptively before uh, Gamescom, which is happening this week. So expect Weeps. content for that. Well, it's uh, NVIDIA did a showcase, and they're showing that game off because they're showing off ray tracing, which oh, yeah. uh, I finally am understanding why ray tracing will definitely be a next-gen thing because the lighting is fucking stupid looking. Anyway, so before we watch this video on Rad, this is the official launch trailer uh, for PS4. Uh, I'll give you guys some info real quick. So this is Double Fine's game. This is coming out for everything. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. I think this will... Well, Xbox is all about fucking putting their show on everything nowadays. But, uh, you know, this was in production before Double Fine got acquired by Xbox. 
um, or Microsoft. So this this is kind of interesting in that sense. Uh, just so we can go through real quick, so we know what we're even talking about. Rad is a 3D action roguelike set in a post. Uh, post-post-apocalyptic world where humanity has faced Armageddon not once but twice. Playing as a teenager protagonist, you must venture into the follow, an ever-changing radioactive wasteland filled with unknown and unspeakable creatures. It is here that you will find the solution to heal the world and transform the cracked, barren landscape into a lush source of new life. Uh, yeah, so it says, uh, never-ending follow, journey into the follow, procedurally generated wasteland that holds the secrets of the past and answers for the future. Holding out for a hero, the future of humanity rests on your shoulders. Your characters will be uh, many and all face permadeath in the wasteland, but ultimately one of them will save the world and become rad. Uh, don't stop believing. Oh, I get it. Uh, every step you take will transform the follow from a cracked, barren wasteland into a verdant source of new life, opening up the path forward. Sounds interesting. Hmm. Uh, to mutate is your fate. Radioactive toxins mutate your character into strange new forms, bringing them new powerful abilities uh, that challenge you constantly to adapt your playstyle. Top run, take a daily challenge with uh, predetermined quirks to see who among you is bad and who is rad My, by comparing yourself on the leaderboards. I'm fucking, I'm bad. Uh, bat to the future. Unlock righteous new bats that let you, let your future heroes, what? That let your future heroes to start out with special advantages. Why am I reading that weird? It, it's it just because it is weird. Okay. Uh, that's bad English. Yeah, that's bat English. <laughs> um, stow it or blow it. Bank tapes to strategically benefit your future runs or just drop it all on sweet new kicks for some it's not whether you win or lose it's how you look doing it and i guess cassettes are like currency in the game so uh sounds pretty neat sounds like a roguelike sounds like double fine so we're gonna watch this video we'll give you our impressions and we'll move the fuck on with our lives you ready yeah all right three two one and go why does a fucking a teenager have to do this I don't know, because it's the 80s, so for some reason they watched a movie once that had 80... They watched fucking Tranger Things. We have lived in the shadow of those who came before us. It is to the youth that we must turn now. Who will make this sacrifice? That's scary, they're just sending kids to their death? Happens, man. Sometimes you have to. Danny DeVito. Double Fun makes a lot of different kinds of games. They had that mech game. Yeah, they, they all have shit. like really neat yes, ideas. Yeah. Kotaku and their master fucking uh, writing journalists over there were like, rad, isn't that rad? Like, oh, that's good. New kicks. Ew. Damn. There's a lot of neat, like, you can transform a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. Almost reminds me of, like, an earlier gen game. And it's like a deal. 
<laughs> Red. Who will make this so, I mean, that comes out Tuesday. So. Yeah, that looks fucking dope. Yes. Is that multiplayer? Did it say? I can see it in oh, your eyes. I did. It just had badly written shit. Um, even up. PlayStation. Um, yeah. So that was rad. Um, I'm not saying anything about multiplayer, mm. but uh, <laughs> mm. uh, let's know in the comments though. If you find that out, we'll probably know by the time it's released. Though I don't um, think it did. If that was a launch trailer and it didn't show it, yeah, you would once. assume they would show a group of people playing together. Yeah. So that'd be kind of shitty though. They should at least have like two player co op. Yeah. Uh, what do we think of it? Uh, I'm gonna buy that tomorrow. That looks cool. Um, I really like how the you know like when you transform. And even showed him like back in town, and everybody was scared of him because he had like a snake head and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So it was um, it was really neat to uh, see all the different weird powers. Like that one sh that one time that had like dinosaur legs, so he ran faster, and like yeah, the one had a snake head, so it was like a new attack. And, like it was. Uh, There's one point where it looked like his head flew off. Who knows? Like, because there's one he's like Ghost Rider. There's one he's that fucking lightsaber wielding Minotaur or um, Centaur. And... Nothing bothered me. <laughs> so, uh, that I I think it looks neat. It's very suit. It's very double fine. Just oh, yeah. looking at it. Um, they always have really kind of neat ideas. Like you said, like you brought up that Met game. Mm. Um, which that was a tower defense, wasn't it? Yeah. And um. You know, so they. I'm Brutal really, legend. Yeah, it's it really seems like they've. Uh, they're kind of just doing another double fine thing, but this time in the roguelike sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it looks really cool. You know, I, I I get weird about like '80s nostalgia because I think it, it's overplayed a bit. Um, I love the '80s when it comes to like music and stuff. It's like one of the best eras ever. But uh, people always like focus in on like three things of what was going on in the 80s and it's like synths and fucking sneakers and stranger things Neon. and uh yeah and that's all cool and stuff but it does it does get overplayed a bit but uh so i mean with that mentality going into that game you could see how i would go eh, yeah maybe this game's okay but the gameplay and uh the imagination there was there for sure it looked really neat there's a lot of things that were that were going on a lot of uh varied uh, transformations and shit that looked really cool. It looks like it'll be a fun game. Um, I'll be curious to see what, you know what what it has going on with the multiplayer front because games like this, unless it plays really well, maybe you'll play and let me know. But uh, it's hard for me to get into I, when it comes when it comes to roguelikes. I mean, like Dead Cells is probably my favorite, and then like Rogue Legacy, which is an older one, of course. But like that was my favorite until Dead Cells came out. And then, uh, you know, I really like uh, Moonlighter. It's really good. Um, I like roguelikes to have some depth to them and not just, you know, uh, let's see how far I can get. Mm -hmm. I like Enter the Gungeon, but that game uh, is hard for me to play for a long time because um, I like the gameplay of it. But, like, it, it doesn't have the same kind of progression that I really like in a game like Dead Cells where I feel like I actually am getting, like, you know... Um, with all the things you're unlocking and stuff, it, it really feels like it's changing as you're going. Well, that, and you literally see it, like, right in the beginning, there's that room. Yeah. And I remember when they first built that room, because mm -hmm. I've been playing Dead Cells, not to be like, ooh, that guy, but... Yeah, you, you told me about it fucking um, months before it fully released. Yeah, so. and uh, I, I've been playing Dead Cells since it went on to early access. Yeah. And um, when that room first started, there was, like, maybe 10, 15 bottles in there. That's crazy. Yeah, because now there's so much in there, you, you like you might lose shit behind other stuff. Like, mm -hmm. 
So yeah, and it's a cool reminder every time you start your new run. You're like, oh shit, I got a lot of things to find mm-hmm. when I play. So plus that game plays so good. Oh, I love the way it controls. It's super tight. Yeah. It's um, just... I feel like super powerful in that game. I don't feel mm-hmm. like I'm like a lot of roguelikes. I'm like, oh god, this game's trying to kill me. Like you're playing Dark Souls or something like that. But in that game, I feel like actually, if I die, it's on me. They also have all these weird little systems. I watch a little video on it talking about how they wanted the game to play really well and that there's like a lot of. Uh, AI systems in the game, they're trying to make sure that things work well so the game plays really smooth. So, for instance, if you jump at a ledge, in a lot of games, you'll either, if you don't hit it correctly, you'll go and mm-hmm. go down or you have to land it perfectly. But in this game, even if you get close to it, your person will step onto it and mm-hmm. shit. So, like, there's all these, like, small little uh, refinements they added to that game to make the whole thing play really smooth and well and it does feel really mm-hmm. good the way you're jumping around and swinging and shit so it always feels like it is on you if you die yeah and and like it's not like a uh, like enter the gungeon or binding of isaac or right in the beginning you're like i'm a weak little bitch yeah. like oh yeah i feel the, powerful from the right from the get-go and, yeah like i'm sitting there wrecking shit like yep. with a spear or whatever plus there's so many different types of weapons mm. that it's you know and they all have their own little thing like um, and the synergy in between some, like there's one called Spartan Sandals, and you just do a kick, yep, just straight out, which will, if you can't. Everyone off, online does not like that. I know. They're like, don't use that shit's a waste. They're like, don't even pick it. You guys don't are bitches. It. Like straight up, like, um, uh, quote me. They're uh, <laughs> Josh like, quoted. You guys are bitches. But like, if like if you kick anything off, even a tiny little ledge as tall as your guy, it'll kill most shit. Yeah. Like, I've just, boom, and kick shit off of fucking ledges, and they just blow up. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, these things are the most overpowered shit in the world. And they stun every time they fucking hit. So they, they don't get an attack. And I've seen people go so far as to say that if you unlocked that, you should probably just restart your game and fucking not touch it. Because it won't spawn. You're wasting spawns. Let me, let me, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to say this real quick. <laughs> don't play a roguelike if you don't want the cards stacked a different way every fucking time. If you're going to choose not to unlock that, you're just hindering your experience. And in Oh, they're enhancing it. They're playing even better. My opinion, they can't be held back. It's weaker because you can't you can't make something out of a bad a bad item. Well, and you don't have to pick it up either. So, but at yeah. the same time, they're just trying to make sure it's not in the rotation because yeah, they're well, they're fucking That's that's the game, man. They're like, hardcore, dude. That's what the fucking what roguelike is. Yeah. Um but anyway, then there's like a spear that if they're against a wall, it crits. Mm-hmm. So like you can kick them into a wall and then fucking crit them with the spear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these are fucking amazing. Yeah, my my favorite loadout uh, in that is I like to build up my purple, whatever the fuck stat that is, and uh, technical or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I like to drop like turrets and stuff and traps that like get them stuck on the ground and they just mm-hmm. unload into them and stuff like that that i don't know there's just something about that and then being able to like shoot them from a distance so i mean like even what you're describing versus what i'm describing completely different yeah and i'll play any way i need to i also really love the sword play in that game fucking it's just fast and shit it feels really good but um like leaping around and stuff but uh I, I love the element of having traps you can throw out and stuff too. So uh, we're not talking about that game though, but obviously we both like it because we have a lot to say on it. Uh, definitely my favorite roguelike game. Um, but uh, so yeah, if it, if it has anything similar to that, it doesn't have to be the same game, but if it has some kind of sense of like reward uh, for playing outside of new kicks, um, I'll, I'll be into it. So I will definitely be looking uh, for what people have to say on it uh, as it releases. 
Uh, let us know in the comments what you think about Rad. Also, let us know in the comments what games you've been playing. I didn't even ask you guys fucking that. So let me know in the comments what you've been playing. What do you think we should be playing? And then what do you think about Rad as well? Are you going to pick it up? Are you not going to pick it up? Isn't that your thing? Is it all your thing? Are you so into the 80s stuff? Are you not into the 80s stuff? And uh, yeah, let us know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Rad. Next game we're going to be watching is a game called Greedfall. Shout out to Almixai uh, in the Discord. He was talking to me uh, in stream about it. He told me to check it out. So I'm checking it out. We're going to watch this video. It's going to give us a gameplay overview. So hopefully it explains a little bit about the game. But before we get into that real fast, this is coming out 10, 9, 19. So that's what, October 9th mm -hmm. uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So all the major, well, you know, Switch is great. But this is probably a more intensive game, it looks like. So maybe that's why it's coming out on uh, other things. Uh, it says the old world is dying. The continent is polluted, over polluted and plagued by a deadly incurable disease. It's wary population grows desperate, but there is a glimmer of hope on the horizon An island remote and hidden has been discovered. Tear, tear Freddy, a land spared by the Malachor plague, a haven of life, wild and untampered by mankind. It is the promise of riches, but also represents the best hope for mankind to find a cure to the Malachor, which I'm assuming is that fucking disease. On the hunt for the cure, explore a fresh new world as alongside settlers, mercenaries, and treasure hunters, you set foot on this remote island seeping with magic. Sounds interesting. Uh, the world of Greedfall and its visual identity draw heavily from 17th century Europe. Uh, the architecture, costumes, weaponry, ambience, all take root in this period of history dominated by exploration scientific discoveries and booming culture in general the world of greedfall is not entirely down to earth you explore an immense island seeping with magic they love that word seeping uh it lands uh inhabited by magic wielding um or its lands inhabited by magic wielding locals and fantastical creatures hide countless mysteries and secrets awaiting to be discovered. So we could probably go in further on the details, but we pretty much got an idea of you're going to an island to cure a disease, which I think is kind of an interesting story. Uh, anything you want to say before we watch this video? Is this that game a couple years ago? They like people were talking about like colonization. That's an and... MMO I thought coming out from Amazon. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, it mind. does kind of sound like that though when I was reading yeah, that. I'm like, I is like, that this game? Yeah, okay. Um, because I don't who even see it. I don't know. I don't see shit. I don't see shit. Denton. Denton. Uh it's Focus Home Interactive, which I recognize. Huh. And spiders. I don't know what the fuck that is. But yeah, let's watch this video. Let's get a better idea. Okay. Three, two, one, and go. Welcome to Greedfall, the core role-playing experience by Spider Studio. Okay, Spider Studio. Explore the uncharted island of Tier Freddy, which holds promises of secrets, mm. treasures, and adventure. I love the style. From the very beginning, you're given the freedom to make your character unique. Decide on your appearance from a range of options before diving into your starting skills, attributes, and talents. And so the day has finally come. My royal fledglings are leaving the nest. Though you can specialize, you're free to mix and match between all disciplines, ensuring you're prepared for all that lies ahead. Damn. Combat <laughs> styles are varied, quickly rush in and out of the fray using magic. Hold foes in place with stasis and unleash devastating spells before your enemies can even land a blow. Armor up and knock down enemies with slow but deadly two-handed weapons. Yeah. Or carry your way to victory with a fast flurry of your rapier. If you really don't want to play fair, 
An array of traps, bombs, poisons, pistols, and rifles serve to offer even more control of the battlefield. During particularly intense fights, you might want to utilize the tactical pause option. This gives you unlimited time to select from your actions, spells, techniques, and potions to use on the target you wish. All styles of play benefit from the use of Fury, a potent resource that lets you unleash some of the most powerful attacks in the game. Greedfall features hundreds of pieces of customizable equipment, armor, and clothing, That's letting cool. you delve Sold. deep into creating yeah. your own look and play style. Many of these are specific to the island's distinct factions and may double as a disguise if subterfuge proves necessary. During quests and exploration, overcome challenges using stealth, deception, and combat, or a mix of all three. Struggling to gain entry to a guarded building? You're in our territory. The obvious solution might be to just kill all the guards in combat and loot the key, but that kind of decision-making could have messy consequences. Over time, you'll develop skills that offer alternative solutions. Knowledge in the sciences might allow you to craft explosives to blow out a wall, while a talent for lockpicking can gain a less destructive entry. Remember, using force is not always the best way to defuse a situation. That Fuck drunkard <laughs> is the only son of the Prince d'Orsay. Diplomacy is often an option. Though, be mindful in your choice of companions. done with my mother? A poorly timed outburst might ruin your what chances at a peaceful outcome. Acting like a beast. An ever-growing cast of colorful characters from a diverse range junior. of factions joins you on the island. Who you bring with you into quests and combat is up to you. As you compose your party of three from the companions you've met so far. Develop your relationship with each party member and I hope that this singular appearance makes me more attractive to you. Undertaking personal missions relating to their unique easy. backgrounds, the strongest of friendships may even lead to romance. Thanks to your party's different, often conflicting beliefs and motives, it won't always be possible to please everyone. Ignore someone's Get needs for too long, face. and they might not stick around, becoming antagonistic in the worst of cases. You get like a divinity meets Dragon Age vibe. Political diplomat, or like battle-hungry warrior, zealous hunter, or champion of the natives. Kind of, um, no matter what you choose, quality. forge your own. Well, yeah, it just seems better. But like when you like backstabbed, I was like, uh -huh. uh, that was like a weird, not triple A animation. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's kind of like remnant. It's like it, it looks great graphically, mm -hmm. but it also it doesn't have that polish that you'd expect from you know a higher budgeted you know triple a game yeah but yeah definitely um yeah overall i thought that actually looked really good i feel pretty sold the game looks like it plays well i like the style i like the story um i like the idea of being able to build my character with a uh, skill tree i liked the customization that they said there's a bunch of shit you can put on uh, weapon wise and armor wise different factions stuff like that um and yeah overall i mean it's it's looking like a pretty full and fleshed out game so yeah, um, I, I'm a huge sucker for customizable stuff, especially stuff that makes you look different, whether it be armors, whether it be weapons. Um, when they showed that little showcase of the weapons and stuff like that, I'm like, eh, I'm going to get it. And then they said, like, at first when they were like, it's 17th century Europe, I was like, so everybody's going to have sabers and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But then they are like, oh, there's 200 weapons. And then it showed, like, I got a Warhammer at one time. So, um, and of course, if, you're, if you've been following the channel for long, you know, I... I crave 
uh, buff guys. Yeah. Um, you know, um, he- being heavily armored and throwing my weight around. So, um, cracking skulls. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things to do. So, uh, no, but the game, the like, the world looked cool. I think it's cool. There's like monsters and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and magic and stuff. It's weird to see those guys dressed up like that. Fucking just yeah, shooting, magic. throwing shit. Each style seemed cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any. Did you see any archery? No. Um, Wouldn't I there mean, be they're guns? just guns, but like, I wonder if there's like a long range silent attack. Magic. Yeah. Anyway, cast um, Thundara up their ass. Yeah, right. Thundaga, whatever the fuck it's called. You ain't silent when you're fucking. <laughs> fucking Gandalf. <laughs> I'll say I was Gandalf. Um, <laughs> all three of the uh, the fighting styles seemed cool, whether it be melee or... Are you or, implying they're not fighting styles? Um, Are they liars? No, I'm implying that they're, they're slapping it's each the other? trinity between magic, ranged, and um, melee. Yeah. But uh, yep. being able to mix and match them, I think, was cool. You just start as like a template, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of just go wherever you want with it. Um, being like kind of harkens back to divinity to, um, older tactical games where like you can have a knowledge of something like old fallout games. Yeah. Um, and you can spec into that and it's not necessarily like a combat maneuver, but like with dialogue or some mission choices, you can, um, you have different paths that you can take because of it. So now that game seems, seems really cool. I'll be really excited to see what, um, what people say about it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to hear about it as well. Um, it's coming out soon. Uh, you know, it, it looks interesting for any reason. I would find a game like that interesting. RPG, deep story, you know, character building, stuff like that. Um, but like I said, for me, it reminded me a lot of like Dragon Age in the sense that you're going to be walking around with like two other companions with you mm-hmm. that I'm assuming will have their own stories and arcs and shit like that. But also being able to pause in combat or whatever um, gives it a tactical feel. Yeah, that um, was very Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then the thing that reminded me of like Divinity is like the idea of freedom and going around and kind of creating your own story, although they didn't really imply it to the same degree as Divinity. Divinity is mm. fucking daunting. I was playing Divinity 2 and I was like, I can do all of this. I was playing Divinity One. I spent like six hours just in that first city. Like I was Dude, like, yeah, when I played Divinity One, I was I never left that town. That's yeah. last part I played. Like yeah, I playing like, that. There's missions upon missions and you know, neat shit to do in there. So people stealing apples and shit and I'm trying to let them fucking go away and someone else is like, No, we're gonna lob their hand off. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um yeah, so it looks really cool. Uh, can't wait to hear more about it. Um, I want to look up a video of like maybe more gameplay um, because that was, I think, a really good trailer. It showed off, you know, what to expect from the game and and combat and everything. It's like a good overall everything trailer. But I'd like to watch like maybe someone play for like ten minutes mm-hmm. just to see what the flow of the game looks like. But yeah, and um, and a lot of games that are like that, like Two Worlds Two, like um, Elix, like. Uh, old gothic games like it's a hopefully, hopefully the worlds um they play they play well like if if that makes sense like it's not just because the problem with those games you'll like be running and then the world, oh. and then the world the graphics just go <laughs> and just pop everything in and you're like fuck you know yeah. you just really notice it 
So hopefully it runs a little better than. Yeah, they're not they're not made as well as other games. Yeah. Typically, there's something about those games that has a charm to it that you're not getting in other games. That's why people kind of overlook that shit. Mm. Because those games keep coming out. That's why I like Elix a lot. Yeah. Because there's just, I'm like sitting here and you know and and that game really brought back like not if you're in an area you shouldn't be in you're gonna get screwed. Mm. Um, I think a lot of games turned away from that, which pisses me off. Because I also like going back like. Recent examples, Assassin's Creed. I went back to the beginning island to do a mission that I, I like left there, but everybody was there was like my level. I was like, I should be in here just wrecking everything, mm. but that didn't happen. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like it's gonna be one of those games for sure. So um, yeah, I'm excited. Plus, the aesthetic I think is really unexplored and looks awesome. I like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be like a pirate game, but it's just mm-hmm. 17th century, so yeah. which is cool. I like history. Long trench so. coats and fucking. Yeah. There's like it's like the a, fucking frilly hats enough, so it's armored yet like you know. Seems neat. Yeah. Anything else? Absolutely not. Let us know in the comments what do you think about Greedfall. What do you know about Greedfall? Let us know in the comments all the shit that you're like you didn't even cover this. Let us know. Uh, are you excited for this? You're not excited for this. You're gonna pick it up. You're not gonna pick it up. Uh, do you like games like this? Do you like those? kind of off-brand RPGs that, uh, I mean, I'm not saying this is going to be that, but like we're talking about, it might be one of those games that doesn't have the same polish as like a higher-end AAA game, but might have something that uh, might have quirks to it that offer you something you're not getting from, uh, you know, mainstream games. Let's know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Greedfall in the comments below. Last thing we're going to cover is a bit of early Gamescom um, information. Uh, NVIDIA did uh, their presentation uh pre-Gamescom, which is happening this week. We'll be covering that all week. Uh, where they unveiled a game from Tencent, uh, the Chinese developer that puts out like a lot of you know games over there. Uh, some here. I think they own... Don't they own PUBG? Yeah, I think or is they that somebody PUBG. else? And I don't, I think I don't they, fucking know. I think they've also helped develop the Epic Game Store or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So Tencent uh, is releasing a game called Synced Off Planet. I'm going to read off IGN what they have to say about this, and then we're going to watch a video of somebody explaining even further. So global publishing giant Tencent has announced a brand new sci-fi shooter Synced Off Planet in partnership with NVIDIA. Officially unveiled at NVIDIA's showcase at Gamescom, Synced Off Planet combines survival, crafting, and base building with PvPVE experience with up to 50 players and 1,000 corrupted human cyborgs called Nanos. It is being developed by Next Studios as part of Tencent. Uh, Synced Off Planet is centered on personal and group survival. It tasks you with preparing your group and crafting gear, as well as escorting survivors to shuttles leaving Earth. Players will... That's creepy. You're leaving Earth. Um... Shit's bad when you gotta do that. Players will compete against each other to get off planet, but also attempt to survive against swarms of nanos, which are ex-humans turned marauding cyborgs. So it kind of sounds like Daisy or like uh, you know, if Fault 76 was a decent game. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Yeah. So uh we got that. We're gonna watch a video. Um, what do you think the premise sounds like? Like, does it sound interesting? It sounds neat. Uh, my biggest issue, though, is like that weird double dragon ending. Like, you guys now, you guys got to face off against each other. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know. Hopefully, you're not like in teams the whole time, and like that's the gimmick. Yeah. Like, oh, he's my buddy. I don't want to kill him. You know, because I'll x off every single one of you motherfuckers. So, <laughs> um, without even thinking twice. So, hopefully, it's not like that. And, you know, and you guys are slowly maybe working against, each, you know, somebody finds something like a spaceship part or something like that. And they don't have to tell everybody else they found it. 
you know, and it's throughout the game you kind of create this PvPVE. Which is, it just uh, sounds like you're gonna be playing with your friends, and other people are gonna be playing. It sounds like the Dark Zone to me. To fi- oh, oh, up to fifty players. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So it sounds like there's gonna be a server mm-hmm. with up to a thousand of those nanos on, in the server, mm-hmm. and then fifty people on server, and you're gonna be crafting, surviving, and base building. So that reminds me of Daisy. Yeah. But then your objective is to get people off the planet. Uh, but there's going to be other people trying to do the same thing. So think like ex, ex, uh, uh, exporting fucking like um, the goods to the helicopter in the dark zone. Mm, yeah. And then people are just waiting for you to fucking cap you while you're doing that. Oh, so, yeah. So I, I think the premise outside of the PV, PVE part sounds really neat. I'm not a big fan of trying to accomplish a mission with my friends while other people doing the same thing or mm-hmm. looking to fuck me over because I'm just trying to have fun. Um, you know, if I want to do PVP, I'll just go shoot people in, in some kind of shooter and fucking wreck them. Um, yeah. So let's watch this. Hopefully this guy describes a little more to this game. We're going to see video visual of the game, which I've seen already a little bit. And, uh, yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Three, two, one, and go. And by the way, this is willis right, gaming everybody willis gaming here we're back again with so make sure to go check video. him out if you like now, what he a certain has game to say just popped up on gamescom they released the trailer and some gameplay of this game which everyone's calling the division in space and i thought i'd take a closer look at it show you guys see if you guys would be interested in me covering it on the channel because it looks pretty interesting and uh yeah we're gonna be taking a look at some gameplay in this video along with i guess just a little mini breakdown on what the game actually is so if you guys enjoy the video and you want to see me cover this on the channel feel free to leave a like on this video it'll be appreciated a lot and subscribe now one thing nvidia is so yeah bringing this up for us because they are pushing by next studios ray tracing for the next gen and so this game has ray tracing in it like fortnite and so the lighting is really fucking good game developers the first thing i noticed when i was watching a little bit of this earlier is like holy shit the lighting is really good the game looks okay graphically but the lighting is fucking next level it's so soft and gradual I think this is their first big video game, so this could be interesting a lot. Um, so what is this game? So yeah, Getting let's throw a, some um, gameplay in the background. World um, War like Z, I said, yes, yeah, I this looks a lot like a Division-ish gameplay. As so you they can say see, Division, like reminds me of World War Z, team. way it's more. It's an open world mm. PvP, PvE game. So you're going to be fighting um, like a cover, NPC cover enemies, you're going to be yeah, fighting I mean, other players. They're seeing a third-person shooter where you take cover, and the first thing I think is Division. Now you probably noticed there are zombies. I think these are the main enemies of the game. Uh, you'll be fighting these they'll sort of get in your way while you're fighting players as well so what is the main goal of the game why are you in this open world uh off planet strange environment so so let's break it down so pretty much you have a team you can explore alone or with a squad and you need to survive in a world that has been pushed to the brink of extinction humanity has made advancements in nanotechnology that represent the next step in human evolution but of course Something went horribly wrong Bit and zombies everywhere. Human settlements now struggle not only to survive the new dangers of the new world, but also locate transport shuttles that can take them off planet. So according to Next, the developers making uh, the game, the studio, um, Synced Off Planet is built around a triangle structure of personal and group survival PVE with narrative elements, preparing your group and crafting that gear, base building really and escorting mm-hmm. as many survivors as possible to and the shuttles. And that lighting too, yeah, look how gradual it is. Massive yeah. PVP, 
pve game so yeah this sounds really really interesting i'm gonna throw some so they keep saying well ray tracing constantly like said, and it just doesn't mean anything to most people as well this you game have to show them look like how soft that video. fucking so that shadow was that, that shadow went like dark from the foot and then faded real time like, really fucking good looking the lighting it just looks nuts as you can see like all of the reflections look gorgeous this game is going to look amazing on pc but other than that, the game I will say this is literally really like one of the first much. like early Obviously, glimpses I think we're seeing of like zombies, next gen leveling up you see different levels whether or not this skills and, and stuff, games will look way better will be like but like this we're starting to finally see some new technology weapons maybe hopefully this loot you can acquire haven't really heard much about loot but I'm assuming you can find and pick up different kind types of, like of weapons yeah I got high hopes for this game hopefully we can see more soon at Gamescom or maybe yeah this game sounds kind of there is no release date currently for the hop in do a match or so not like long longevity or we could maybe not even see a few years like we've seen I mean maybe a lot of games do like I said or like I said I bring it to your servers. guys attention if it's something you'd Just like play. to see me cover on the channel like i said it looks a lot like division uh you know i love those looter shooter type games be sure to leave yeah, a like i don't think i don't think it's a looter shooter though i think it's like gonna be more like daisy and, uh, yeah, where you're you collecting enjoyed, items and, and i'll see you guys in my next video peace getting more prepared mm. to fight each other and it's 10 cent too so i i could imagine that game probably being like 30 bucks or free to play mm -hmm. even though it looks great um just to get you to play a multiplayer game yeah because that's I don't know, that's what it seems like um overall we we kind of talked over that but for me graphically this game is why i looked at it gameplay wise it looks interesting enough i'm curious about it enough um we saw pretty basic third person shooter with zombies but that are nanos but there's still a horde running at you mm -hmm. there's other games like that already that are all fun i'm sure this will be funny as well it's also got that daisy vibe where you're fucking fighting as other random people i get that but uh for me uh, you know i wanted to watch that just because we're finally seeing ray tracing in action and graphically it looks great i can't imagine you know like a big triple a developer with that kind of technology mm -hmm. doing some fucking crazy shit yeah um you know for the next gen this seems like a, a small glimpse into the future of what games are going to start looking like um like i said otherwise outside of you know having that nvidia technology that's partnered with them to make the game look fucking extra enhanced looking it looks pretty basic mm -hmm. as a game so uh not saying that negatively but like again i'm not going to also go oh, the graphics are amazing it looks like an amazing game mm -hmm. i'm just like it looks good graphically gameplay yeah. looks fine some of, the, some of the parts need to you know make something yeah yeah and i need something in that game to make me want to play it to mm. hook me otherwise it sounds like just another online game where you're shooting out of the people while trying to complete objectives sounds frustrating to me yeah it's, fuck the dark zone is some of the most stressful fucking gaming i've ever done yeah so yeah i don't like pvpve yeah i'm like i can never get into it yeah it's uh well Except yeah daisy i like daisy there's always like I don't know having to watch my front and my back just constantly i just just taxes me and to me that's just not fun it's just i don't i don't ha i don't have fun with it if that makes sense <laughs> i just don't have fun just don't have fun um anything about it that looked uh, interesting or good um uh, of course it did look great um mm -hmm. i really liked when it showed like the pipes those aluminum pipes yeah how it showed it with it on it was like literally reflective like it looked like they were like chrome almost yeah um you know those 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 showcases were really intense and cool um the gameplay though seemed very basic seemed very basic very yeah very basic um the one time you saw like a special nano was that stupid big dude that was just walking mm. and they're just backing up just shooting him in his face and i'm like 
is he gonna do anything like but then nope he just yeah strutted on through and i'm like okay is that what he does like um it it looked just as good if not not as good as world war z which is already out right now yeah except for graphically looks better but Mm -hmm. like gameplay wise it it looked like that game yeah except for it was less actiony there i mean every once in a while there's like a group of dudes running out but a lot of times the guy was just up on the bus shooting a crowd that was running the opposite direction for some reason Mm. yeah i don't know I'm I'm really mixed because, like I said, I love the way the game looks graphically. The idea is interesting, but the gameplay was kind of fucking very basic. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was. There's nothing that I see right now. There's nothing there that straight up hooks me. Yeah. Gameplay wise. Yeah, I'm not interested in the game really. Yeah, I would I'd, rather. I have just... to see more on it when they come out. Like, show me the survival aspect. Show me the crafting. Yeah, I would rather just look at fucking videos of the ray tracing on it than. Yeah. actually playing the game That's literally why i got my attention so because i looked at, i was like that like looks like i'm finally seeing something that's telling me next gen's coming finally because everything else just kind of looks because i think everything looks great this gen still mm-hmm. i'm like i'm still impressed by games uh i saw a fucking red dead redemption the other day in a video i was watching like top rockstar games of all time or whatever and i was like that game still looks great mm-hmm. so like we're in a weird place graphically where mm-hmm. i'm just like pretty fine death strandings on the horizon and that yeah. game's gonna look really looks great good. But like then I see that I'm like that's got technology in it that I'm not seeing in games right now. Yeah. So uh, that that kind of makes me go, okay, next gen is coming for sure because we got new technology. It's gonna make games look unlike what they look like now. Mm. Um, now it all it, it, that and it kind of depends on what kind of rig that was running on too. Like, will you only get that if you're on top of the top of 100%. the top? You know, like they're using RTX. It's using mm-hmm. ray tracing, so it's gonna have to have the most modern. Technology. Yeah, and it's it's a horde game, so it's not like a small little single player experience. They've got that down though, because fuck, it's amazing how many things you can have on screen in the game now. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was playing World War Z, and it's not the best looking game, but like there's a shitload of dudes running and falling down and tripping all over the place mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm just watching it, no lag spikes. I'm like, it's amazing. They fucking got an engine that does. And they're this. not doing the same animation. Yeah, like, exactly. They're all. Different. I mean, even Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 back in the day was like really impressive. Hitman blood money and on they did really crazy shit with crowds so like it's insane how they got that technology down so quickly i was gonna say man that the mardi gras level in hitman was the very first time i was like oh fuck it's the first time i saw that many people on screen yeah, and there's the a lot of people here on screen exactly i think you pulled me in there you're like look at all how many people are on yeah. the fucking screen blew my mind and at the time i had like a mid-tier computer mm-hmm. and i was still running it perfectly and i was like man yeah that's crazy i've never seen that and fucking it's running great then a grenade went off and then it was like Ugh. Yeah, that's Yeah, because I would just start unloading the crowd and blowing shit up yeah. just to see how it like uh, handle it and trying to ragdoll people. Then, then the game's like, well, okay, hold on, there's some physics involved here. <laughs> let me just uh, let me just render each person individually real quick. Let me take a breather. Um, but yeah, overall, synced off planet. Just to surmise it a bit, you know, game looks okay. If it was any other thing that had nothing to do with the new technology, I would probably be slightly curious. But when it comes out, I'd probably probably either forget about it or if i heard a lot of people talking about it, i'd look into it i would not be surprised if it's free to play if it comes out or you know cheaper um because the gameplay looks pretty minimal uh world war z was like 30 bucks when it came out so mm-hmm. makes sense if this was also 20 30 bucks or free but uh technology wise very excited really love uh you know the character models and all that shit aren't that great but like the all the all the shaders all the fucking textures all the uh lighting was just the, that's just the nvidia technology fucking taking over so uh you know without that on that game would look like most games so um 
yeah, pretty neat in that regard. That that part's got me really fucking excited. So, yeah, I would agree with that. Anything else? Do you think the just real quick, just a real mm. quick question? Do you think the um, the trend of how like indie developers are playing with prices because it used to be like games were like twenty bucks or they were sixty bucks. Yeah, and now they've kind of they're starting to know their lane. Like eh, this isn't a. Fucking it's game. it's part of that, but it's also the market. There's so many games out nowadays that offer so much at different price points. That you have to start playing around with what you're trying to get from people, what you think is fair, mm-hmm. and what you're offering. Because you can get a game for like 10, 20 bucks that will fucking give you hours of fucking content. Real deep content. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you got people who are charging six bucks. And you can only get away with charging $60 if you are offering a premium, high-end, hundreds of people worked on a game. Triple A. Mm-hmm. If you charge 60 bucks and you're not offering that, people instantly start scrutinizing it. Yeah. As soon as they're like, 60 bucks? Like, fucking anything that Bethesda puts out now, people mm-hmm. are like, 60 bucks? Because yeah. they're using that fucking Gamebryo engine from 1997. Um, Chaos Bane. I, I heard, it was. I heard a. Yeah, exactly. So that, that yeah, like and a, and that's a game I was really excited about. But people were like, "This game does not feel finished at mm-hmm. sixty bucks," and that's why I didn't buy it. Yeah. I'll wait. You know, if it's got problems or whatever, I'll wait. And if the price goes down, I'll feel like it's more fair to pick up. Or if people are like, "It's finally worth the price," I'll pick it up then. But mm-hmm. you know, that's just a, a fault on on the developer for charging more and people not agreeing with that price point. But I think I think the like you said, there used to be like this like there's the indie price which is like 10 to 20 bucks and then there's the premium price which is 60. And now we're seeing this like not quite indie but not quite AAA $40 price point. We sometimes get that rare $30 price point um that you normally get like you get some really good looking games that are just shorter a lot of times for 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like um uh, Hellblade was a thirty dollars game. Yeah. A game's AAA as fuck mm-hmm. in its production. It's fantastic looking. It's just a shorter game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a pet project they made to tell a good story and makes money real quick. Yeah. Um, but then like you know those forty dollars games, you start getting like closer to that AAA area. You're gonna get a big in depth game. Um, and then around like you know twenty to ten area, you're getting like roguelikes and stuff that uh you know it's gonna be more you know pixel art or you know, you're not gonna get a whole lot of like 3d games that are gonna look that great in mm-hmm. the 20 dollar price point unless they have dropped the price yeah and it's a lot of self-depth to them like yeah. um like i think streets of rogue is has depth to it but that's because in a I game like that roguelikes and in a game like that you can create depth because you're not putting as much resources into the development of uh assets mm-hmm. uh graphical assets if it's all pixel art or like 2d or like really basic 3d you can get a lot more work done on the systems in place in the game because you're putting less time into the visual style that's why minecraft was so fucking genius because mm-hmm. it allowed you so much gameplay and it's fucking voxel box-based fucking visuals yeah um anytime i see a game that offers promise of a lot of gameplay but the graphics are minimal i get excited because i know they can they can uh anyone can tell you anything but if a dev is working with lesser graphics but they got big ideas it gets me excited because i'm like they can achieve that Mm -hmm. that's less development time on you know if a game looks fucking fantastic and they're like we're gonna add so much to this i'm like are you because every time you do, you got to put in brand new fucking assets. You got to build a brand new fucking gun. You got to build brand new character models. You got to build brand new fucking outfits. You got to get the voice actors to come in mm-hmm. and pay them again. Like the bigger the budget, the less I feel like you can add on to it later. Mm-hmm. That's why I get impressed with certain games like Warframe. Uh, 
becoming so advanced for what they are because they are good looking games high budget games but the developers are also like we're gonna fucking make this game better and better and better and better because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people like the division two they're gonna add new content but not at the same rate they're not gonna make that game bigger and better and crazier mm-hmm. and add whole gigantic new features because that game is so high budget that most of the costs already got you know is is already there in the full development of the game now they're just gonna add on smaller things here and there it's like path of exile they're, yeah. they're they just they went from 2d to like 3d like it, it was always 3d but it did it did look worse when yeah, it first came out yeah, it was, and they have sharpened the game up it still doesn't look amazing but it looks better than it did mm-hmm. but the game still has that like range of graphics that you can add content more often because they're not spending as much time making sure that every fucking hair moves on their mm-hmm. head and the face facial animations are working so like they don't need to worry about that stuff yeah they just got to fucking add New armor to yeah, the characters and stuff. Um, new season starts in another three weeks or something like that. So Does it? Yeah. Damn. They're Chaos. fucking... They're, they're in a carnage, I think it's called. They just support the hell out of the game. Um, yeah, that was a good question, though. Um, yeah, I, I always thought it was just because, like because like we said, there's so many games out there. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can make your... Even just face value, make your game pop a little bit, you're like, oh, that game's fucking like $20 cheaper. Yeah. You know, like, I think people are more willing to look at that than... You know, then, you know, they might maybe be getting a lesser game. Yeah. But that price point, I mean, who can blame, you know? Yeah, I don't even think price point dictates lesser game. I think price point typically just dictates, uh, well, sometimes the, the devs want more than they, they really deserve or what they think is fair. They're trying to find the middle ground between what they think is fair for them to get paid and what you're willing to pay. Mm-hmm. Because even if they're like, this is a 6 dollars game, and they know no one's going to pay 60 bucks. they're not going to sell for 60 bucks unless they're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of layers to that. But at the same time, there is so many fucking games out there. So you have to find the perfect price point um, and that you can get full experiences at cheap price points and lesser experiences at higher price points. Uh, it is kind of the Wild West right now when it comes to pricing because you can really charge. I've seen games for 35 bucks when they came out. Shit. I've seen all sorts of weird fucking prices. Um, so... Uh, it is just kind of a case-by-case basis of what they think their game's worth, how much time they put into it. Because like I said, the the amount of game you're getting nowadays, I don't think really dictates the price point as much as the overall production and how many people worked on it. Because mm-hmm. if you have like hundreds of people work on a game, they need to make that money back. They had to pay yeah. those fucking people. Um, so it probably cost millions and millions and millions of fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you had like three guys work on a game, and the game's just dope as shit. They can get away with fucking charging 20 bucks. And they'll probably make way more money off of it than a bigger company because there's less people to pay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's so many so many factors involved in the development of it. So, not just the game itself, but what went into it. How many voice actors are in the fucking game? You have to pay all of them. Yeah. Um, That's Stardew Valley. I mean, that was just made by one dude. One dude. No voice acting. Mm-hmm. Cheaper assets. You know, it's all fucking... It's got a visual charm to it. It's got its own style. And he did all that. And it's fucking awesome. But it is just a... a 2d fucking pixel game mm-hmm. so it allows him to get more crazy with the systems so that's a great example of what i was saying earlier about like you know when i see a game that looks like that and they promise a lot typically i believe them because you you can you can do it yeah so um yeah should probably cut this short though mm-hmm. uh get this ended you got anything else to bring up unlock the sandals in dead cells don't be a pussy all right, let us know in the comments. Uh, do you have the sandals unlocked in Dead Cells? Are you a pussy? Are you not a pussy? Uh, do you have uh, them not unlocked? Give me a good argument for that. I get it completely, but argue with him. Let him know. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, what do you think about Synced Off Planet? Does it look cool to you? Does it look like Division in space to you? Does it look like uh, World War Z Left for Dead? What do you think about ray tracing? Do you think the graphics looked good, not good? Are you excited for that? Are you excited for next gen? Are you going to play Synced Off Planet? And what do you think it's going to cost? Do you think it's going to be a full price game, mid tier, or free to play? Uh, and yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Synced Off Planet and ray tracing. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tastycast, episode 99. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Episodes, check us out on Terminal, Twitter, Facebook, at Taste of the Gaming. Check out my streams on Twitch and YouTube at Tasty Senpai, all one word. That's me over on Twitch. When I stream here, you'll you'll see it, um, hopefully. And uh, yeah, hit the notification button and when I go live. Um, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us. My name's Seth. I'm Josh. Until the next episode, which should be Taste Tuesday. Hopefully, we got Gamescom shit to talk about because news has been kind of lame lately. But until then, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.